Music, I have to listen to music all day long. I'd say that, that keeps me going, and I have to say the music keeps me here. For the record, for the record, uh. just like music. <laughs> Yo, we're back. Episode something or other. 17? 17, 38. 17, 17. 17 uh, or 38. For the record podcast. It could be episode 17 or 38. For the record podcast. I am Jelani, a.k.a. nigga that has a new job that I'm not going to tell any of you niggas what it is. If you know, you know what it is. I don't need y'all niggas popping up and saying I'm a bad person and telling the truth and shit. This person okay. tweets this way. Right. Don't Ooh. you stand by him? You might have to protect them tweets, to be honest. You might have to protect Never. them tweets in order to secure the bag. This is America. Like, this is America. This is the type this of person you I can't do a shot. Well, I'm Bria to Moon. See, I did it perfectly for you this time before you yelled at me. You didn't, though. It's Bria, Bria Effin Simone. I'm supposed to pause it? Yes. I'm going to be Jelani, Jelani FMB next week. Yeah, anyway. Stop it, because I think a lot of people think my last name is Simone. Let them think that because then they're gonna search you and show they find out your real last name. Okay, copy. You right. You right. And I am Sly Juliano, also known as Donald Trump's campaign manager. Go to hell. <laughs> Go to yeah, hell. Mel- Mel- Melania Trump's uh, speechwriter. Huh? <laughs> Melania Trump's speechwriter. Look, man. She didn't know how to write a speech, so I said Google. She googled the best speech she could find, and the rest is history, my nigga. I'm not the one who said go take it, but I didn't stop him. <laughs> so, word. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I'm cool. Trying to bring the Harlem Shake back. Yo, that was a good era. Um, I'm good. Just trying to get my life together, Juno. Like that's you always it. say, your life is not together. My life is always in, my life has been in shambles since 2016. But you know, I, I got a positive outlook because i feel like birthdays are like new years so like i'm good i'm good i'm good it's a new year for me happy um late birthday to bria everybody clap it up for her thank you can i just say jelani caught me and said happy birthday ugly ass motherfucker nice nice there's a lot of love in that i said to thank me for me being in your life like Mm. why would you do that because Look at you now, just a better woman. You made it to 23. My nigga, it's only been like a year and change of me knowing you. What do you, what do you? Shout out to that. You know what I'm saying? You put me onto that pop. I got to go back to that store near your old job, too. They probably got mad pop toys in it. It was a super nerdy store. It was. I got to go back to the music record store, whatever. That was my old job. I think that was, that's the same spot, actually. That's the same same spot? They got wild CDs for the dirt cheap, too. Fuck that place, but whatever. We didn't even make it in, so I don't even know what's in there. We went there twice and it was closed. I don't remember, y'all. I was going to buy a bass from there, a bass guitar, but I just took my sister's electric guitar. Now I'm about to learn how to play that shit. Okay, rock album coming soon. Mad Zappy. Booty and the Blowfish. That's how guitar sound to you? <laughs> I feel like isn't that a song? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone, guys. No, no, no. I had a not moment. how this works. <laughs> 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 you 
Yeah, I get on my nerves. Let's get it. Do what you do. I can't do with you. Nah, but where the hoes at? Wow. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, wrong, wrong podcast. Um, wrong podcast. What y'all wrong episode. Have you wrong, been- wrong episode. <laughs> Bria, how was your birthday? What you doing? What do you remember doing? <laughs> what do you remember? Better <laughs> question. Better yeah. Question. Um. Can we not? Can we not do that? <laughs> you should be ashamed I remember of yourself. nothing. You what are you Jesus. talking about? What? We won't talk about how you didn't invite me. Yo, honestly, Ooh. I did. Did in my mind, I definitely did. I sent that text message. And so everything. I was like, yeah, I'm about to go meet with Bria right now. I was like, oh really? Yo. <laughs> Are you now? Can I just let you know? That's crazy. <laughs> I, think, I think that's why, like, my life is such. Oh, gosh, I don't want to talk about this. My Maybe it'll be part of my for the record. When I go off on how like, it will be a new year, new me. Nah, nah, nah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be why there's a new year, new me. Like, cause fuck, <laughs> fuck y'all niggas. Like, not niggas, but like. Let me. Let me just. Everything was all good just a week ago. Nah, man. Everything ain't been good. You like, going through it too, though. Leave me alone. Who, me? No. You was just rapping? I. Right. Mr. Cooliano, he's going through it over there too. I, I, hmm? I'm not Wait, even so going through it. What's your crib and all that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My shit's flooded. I have like no carpet, no nothing. Wait, That's what? That's crazy. You live, yeah, in like a, you live on like the bottom floor or something? Yeah, first floor. So my whole, like everything that was like in my apartment pretty much flooded. And uh, so yeah, it's about to be a whole bunch of starting from scratch. I'm about to be sweatpants and basic t-shirts for the next six months. Make sure, mm, hmm, make sure you don't drown. That's why I got Sam. Don't don't drown in what? Like the flood been happening. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading something. I'm sorry. I'm I scrolling on in Instagram. Queens. I'm like all my stuff. No, no, I moved a lot of my stuff back to Queens, and then mm. I came here for one more week to get the rest of my stuff. And then also uh, to handle like everything with uh, the insurance company that has to deal with getting all my stuff together. So I'm here for like a couple more days and then I'm back in New York for good. Damn, son. This place actually sucks. I hope you come back and your block is gentrified and it's uh, fucking What is wrong with you? My block can't be gentrified. Why? Because, like I told you, we have a shotgun in the deli. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My man, I don't play like that. Wait, that's the place you went to? That yes. Yeah. yes. Yo. No, let me tell you a funny story, right? So, I'm there. I, I went to, where I was somewhere, right? And um, I met up with this girl um, that I, like, spoke to or whatever. It's on some, like, just saying what up type shit. So, I, she's like, I live on blah, blah street. So, I pull up to the street. I park. And I'm like, this the fucking same deli-ass spot that we went to with you. Yep. Yep. Then... Um, she came in the car, and it wasn't no funny shit like that, but, um, she was corny. Shout-outs to her. And I curved, but she came to blow an O's and, like, nice. acted wild, <laughs> acted wild, like, shady to me, but I'm like, you're already at my event. Um, I won. I, I won already. <laughs> like, I know you're having a good time. <laughs> she was having a good time, and she'll see me, and, like, chill. I'm like, yo, my... <laughs> Yo, do your thing. Exactly. Like, just stop. Yo, do your thing, man. Yourself. I don't give a fuck what you're doing, yo. Like, I don't even be caring. Like, and I was already dealing with my, with my young woman at that time. My 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 young woman I'm dealing with right now. So it's like, I don't care. Like, if you fucking are slandering me every time I turn around, I don't get two shits. It's cool. But yeah, like, I got to that block. I was like, that's the fucking corner store. 
man. And that sandwich was mad good. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mad good. Oh, I, don't, I, I think because I think because of things like that, my my area can't be gentrified because we don't push like the limit where we're like considered that dangerous. But at the same time, we're not pussy. So there's also not works, a lot of like real estate out there to really that too. build shit on. I don't think there's reason for it's anyone just to come here. We're not really a spot for you to come to. Yeah. So, so you think it's all wow. good? So not it's not highly residential. It's a lot of houses, but like compared to Brooklyn, like the population density is not the same in yeah. that part of Queens. There's not that many businesses. It's literally just houses, and there's mad space. And they're right. all homeowners. Like, unless people sell any cribs like that. And we have then trees and grass. <laughs> I was not get crazy. I feel like it's going to turn into some Brooklyn slandering thing soon. <laughs> no, I, no, I, 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 Yo, I we haven't slandered each other's, I like, burrows in a minute. Proud of us. It's going to take you too much time to move all them trees and grass out of there. <laughs> It'll come. So. But you know they'd be determined. They, I feel like they plant seeds, they water it, and then a condo grows up out of it. Because, like, you'll be walking down the block one day. And it'll be nothing there. You come back a week later, they got a whole twelve-story building. Apply now. Fucking Have any shit. y'all ever tried like robbing or shooting up the Starbucks that they What's, put? What? Which one? I'm saying, have, well, not doing it hasn't worked for y'all niggas. So, <laughs> which you should try doing it. Maybe you won't have Starbucks no more. Look, man. There's one on Myrtle near my um, near my high school, which is like maybe two blocks away from Fort Green Projects. So it's kind of funny, cause no one's done that yet. But it's like it's like They, I mean, like there's a Walgreens there, there's Starbucks, there's wild Thai restaurants, there's a sushi spot, there's mad bars with like an open facade where you can sit outside and shit. And um, there was a place when I was in high school called Jive Turkey. Shout out to all my niggas in Brooklyn that I remember Jive Turkey. Shout out to Crown Heights. I mean, shout out to Clint Hill. Shout out to Fort Green. Jive Turkey used to make these uh, deep fried turkeys around Thanksgiving. That was the first time I had fried turkey. And it was better than I could ever imagine. You ever had fried turkey? No. No, I gotta try it though. Yo, 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 yo. You good? It's mad fucking good. Low key hot take. It might be better than fried chicken. That's pushing it. It might be better. Wait, did you eat at Banchan? I've had Bonchon. Oh. No, I Did didn't. Did you eat? Oh. I didn't. I was more so amused by your level of drunkenness. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Can we change, <laughs> <laughs> Can we change the topic? Bonchon yeah. yeah. is fire. I'm, I'm so mad I don't remember if I ate or not. Yeah, but whatever. It's not important. Change Shout out to Amy Roof, too, because someone was just talking about Amy Roof on the um, timeline. I think your man's um, da- uh, Daparillas. Oh, Drew? I think it was him. Yeah, yeah. It was either him or someone else, but yeah, they're talking about um, Amy Roots, and Amy Roots is fucking fire. Fuego. Who is she? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a restaurant in Harlem. Clearly, I'm going out. It's a bad um, chicken and waffles. That's, that's the first time I had chicken and waffles. Chicken, waffle chicken and waffles. I went there after my prom, actually. All I, those years. Ten years I, ago. What's the IHOP? Shout out to IHOP. Me too. Yeah. Which one? Nice. Was 24 Hour? Uh, it was IHOP in Manhattan. 24 Hour one. Manhattan. Which one? The one on 14? I don't know. I want to say Harlem. It was over by Harlem. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. We had just uh, left uh, Copacabana. Me too. When I went to prom. 
or two years ago. You have like ago. the same prom. You know what? You can hold my hope. I'm not going to say anything disrespectful. It's okay. I don't know who's listening. But fuck anyway. you, okay? So, um, you know, we, I, it seems like we have some interesting weeks. But, you know, a lot of other things have been going on. But. So now for our three words segment, I got these three words. Whoop. I got these three people and concepts, right? I'm ready. Let's Number one, Donald Trump. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we begin, right? <laughs> um, learning to swim. That's going to be me. I have to learn how to swim. Because I'm letting you know right now, there's going to be one day when I'm just going to be like, yo, I'm out to Miami. And y'all, mm-hmm. y'all going to see one picture of me on South Beach, and y'all never going to see me again. Y'all going to have this to one random follower with this exotic name. But just know, I'm going to learn how to swim, and I'm going to be out this fucking place. Because for everyone who thinks that they don't know, like she don't know what your name's going to be, her name's going to be Letitia. Oh, so hell no. Look for Letitia. That was my... Mm-hmm. Um, my elementary school principal's name. Fuck that bitch. Even though she was a nun. She was a woman of God, but still. How much she looked good. You're disgusting. She looked like a Principal, A woman of power with name Letitia? She was a nun. What that what that mean? Slap. <laughs> uh, my three words. Uh honest, clever, and crafty. Honest is a is a Are you serious? I think because he's honest about his hatred for like Everything. I said this episodes ago. He has been one politician that came out the woodworks and said exactly how he felt. He, never, he did not lie from start to end. He said that he did not fuck with y'all niggas. And niggas were Black surprised sure. that he mm. was that bold about it. Black people are always surprised when a white person be like, yeah, I, I just don't fuck with y'all like that. Right. <laughs> I think Chris Brown said it. He was like, how a white person could like pull out a knife and stab him in the neck and call him a nigger and shit like that. And he's like, I should have known. <laughs> wow. We're always surprised. We even surprised. Agree. We even surprised when black people don't fuck with like Rocky right now talking all this dumb shit. Rocky heard talking about all lives matter and I can't rap about what niggas. I didn't hear him do. actually say all lives matter. I know he said that like he, he didn't feel the need to. He said shit doesn't apply oh. to him. Pretty yeah, he pretty much was like, I mean, that's I'm fucking bitches and doing all types of things. He came out. He said he said all lives matter. Oh, the one today? The he said, he, he said um, Black Lives Matter is some bandwagon shit. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> R.I.P. Rocky's career because this nigga was a fucking idiot. He was so, so. fine before he and started talking. And it's crazy because Q, Q's new album is very political. Very, very political. Very social. That al- Let's pause real quick. Because that album is fucking fi- fire. You hear me? Uh, I'm not even so drunk. Coming. I'm not even drunk this time. It's crazy. I didn't drink no Hennessy for oh like two gosh. days. Um, no, that album is really, really good. Um, but I like I like the the growth that he took on it. But it's like now they're kind of like diverging because you see where Rocky stands on these things. And you see the, the stance that Q is taking on the shit. I respect it. Um, next word is uh, police brutality. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking that's a good one. Minus stop that shit. Fuck the media. Because I feel like they never they like 
they don't address it. It's just like, oh, well, yeah. another black person. Oh, my God. And here's a mugshot mm-hmm. because damn near all of them have ever been arrested. That's it, it seems as if they try to make it seem as if, like, that's the first thing they look for is their mugshot or something like that. Of Even course, when, yeah. when with Sandra Bland, like, there was like, oh, well, she was depressed and um she lied here and said that like she wasn't she's never been pregnant before but then she wrote here that she was and like y'all always look for like faults and whatnot as opposed to just addressing the fact that like police lose their fucking minds when it comes to this shit like and even the austin sterling um video there's another one where from a different angle like when the cop shoots him and he's just like fuck like he realized it and it's like similar to how fruitville station played out when the cop is just like oh my god what did i do what did i do and it's like y'all really don't think about it and the fact that the media goes over there and crucifies the person who's now lost their life or like y'all crucify them and try to spin their whole life and legacy around whereas the cops is just like well he's getting off you already know he's getting off like they always get off so fuck police brutality but also fuck the media because it's so shady I'm sorry. No, I said fuck the media, right? I think I did. I don't know. Yeah. You forgot your three words? Yeah. Yeah. I had to explain my three words, you know? Yeah. No, you got it. Um, Last one. My personal favorite. Taylor Swift. Dumbass bitch. Okay. Was was you? Was that like your three words all week? (laughs) She was waiting. She had them ready. I feel like everyone knows. I don't like Taylor Swift. It's like Taylor Swift and Pitbull. I don't like Pitbull just because people like to make corny jokes and say, oh, that's my, my uncle because my daddy Cuban. But, like, that's not funny to me. Like, fuck Pitbull and his fucking corny ass. But, like, like Taylor Swift. All Lives Matter too, nigga, right? Huh? Ain't he some All Lives Matter too, nigga, right? No, that was J-Lo. Uh, you think you got the wrong Spanish person. Oh, and Christina Milian. She also Cuban, I think. Fuck her. Anyway, that's why you're so kind over Wayne. Christina Milian sucking all that black dick. I'm saying But anyway um, Yeah Taylor Swift She just seems so manipulative From the point where like She sued her her music teacher For saying that like She taught Taylor Swift And the way she carries on With her fans and whatnot And how she felt about streaming And all this stuff But like you're dead A shady individual And I felt this way Before the whole Kim Kardashian footage thing And the fact that now She's even trying to take Legal action against that Like what are you taking legal action for? Like, my nigga, you said it. It's there. Like, she really gets on my nerves. And I don't care what anyone says. Y'all can say what y'all want about. Like, Beyonce fans, Rihanna fans, Drake fans. Taylor Swift fans are dead ass dude. Oh, my gosh. I wish y'all moms would have swallowed y'all. I'm so sorry if I offended y'all. But, like, y'all get on my nerves. Because y'all seriously cape for this girl. Even though she is super, super shady. Yeah, she's so fake. She's very, very fake. She, and it's um, not like it's just towards Kanye. Like, even that whole, her little fake behind girl squad. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. She, um, she got beef with Katy Perry, too. Yeah, that's what she's that was on um, She is, she hides behind that, that guise of feminism. Like, this is for all the girls. But when Nicki Minaj was like, yo, y'all not really giving no credit to, to black artists. And she's like, well, I'm your friend. And what about me? And blah, blah, blah. Like, this shit is not about you, my nigga. But. That she is just a prime, prime example of white privilege in America, especially white women privilege in America. And she exploits and, the, the oh, yeah, oh my she, god, her doing. relationships and whatnot. Like, what the hell? I heard a lot of them be fake though. I was reading someone say, like, one of them shits, like, she told paparazzi to come take pictures of it. 
cause, so she could try to make Calvin Harris jealous or whatever. Because she just broke up with Calvin Harris, and she's already dating someone else. And I, it's hard for me to believe that any that that many people find her that attractive to date her. Like that, like she dates a lot of niggas, and she's actually very ugly. She looks and like she she's 15 years like, younger than Anna Wintour, to be completely honest. But whatever. <laughs> she's shaped like a bent out of shape hanger, honestly. Mm. Like, like, like that nigga Jar Jar Binks from um. Yeah, she's like Jar Jar. That's how like she. Oh my god. That ass. She looks like a guitar string. She looks like the cockroach from Men in Black. That ass. <laughs> yeah. She does. What she looks like. Yo. Sorry, I had to join the party. She's I'm a up. fucking shit. Like Pinky friend. from Pinky and the Brain. Word. She's a dude. Yo, and, I, and whatever. I'm going to say this later. DJ Slap Kuliyama? Uh, gotcha, bitch. That <laughs> <laughs> ass. That was perfect. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, I'm happy that you felt so um strongly about all three of these topics, Bria. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> because, I'm so um, sorry. You know, we have a we have a topic today. I'm about to pull a Melania on this paper. I got two papers though. I'm, how are you pronouncing it? Melania, Melania. I'm about to pull one of hers. Melania, get it right. Name. Melania, get it right. I'm about to oh, pull yeah. a Melania when it comes to these two papers I got. That's due. I know right. that much. I gotta do some homework by Friday too. Um, shit, I got another chip to do. But all right, so the topic is for the feels, right? So let's just jump in. What was your favorite song? Pandy playlist number. Oh, playlist. Um, <sighs> y'all like that or not? Y'all was not fucking with it? Or not. Okay. Um, I'm going first or? Go first. Well, one of my joints is Instinct Gone. God bless. Yes. That's one of my favorite joints. Why? Just like the the simplicity of the record like the simplicity but yet like the I won the video the video was great and two like I just feel like every part of that song I don't want to say it was perfect but it was like it hit and it, every part of the song served the purpose and like the synchronization with the melodies when they were sit, when they were hit and gone which was a very high note man y'all yeah. ever listen like I know everyone judges me because I really do fuck with insane but um listen to listen to like their greatest hit album at this age and you're gonna be like yo not for nothing these niggas is really talking like some real shit like like i have to do that i would have to listen because i never was a fan back then so i would do that now nah they was like no woman no cry bye 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 like these niggas was awesome like bitch you thought you was the shit it's over like they were they were a men power group yo honestly they definitely were like they, they were the male version of. We need the back word. We need in these trying times where they're trying to marginalize the men in voice. You know who we really need back? Who? Sporty who? thieves. Get out. That's, that's a group I need to. Make. That's who needs a reunion tour. From them though. I'm looking at this playlist and I kind of like really fuck with it. You already know Book of Soul. I've said this several times before in this podcast. Like. That song really does put me in my feelings. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, I wish <laughs> by R. Kelly, even though know, y'all was so against it at first. No, I wasn't against that. That sad ass video. I wish yeah. that I could hold you. Oh, wow. Good, um, good addition with how great. That was pretty fire. Um, Tony, Solange. Yo, that's my shit. Tony, don't come no more. Oh, not at all, no more. 
Okay. Maybe there's um, something wrong with it. Uh, and um, I'm trying to think. Man in the Mirror, of course, you know. So, oh, I'm, I'm going to say mine, but I do have questions. Um, so mine, I think there's two songs on here that I really uh, love, love, love. And one is um, For Martha by Smashing Pumpkins, because you know I'm always the one adding Smashing Pumpkins on the three playlist. <laughs> because um, it reminds me of my homegirl that passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the song is structured and shit like that. Like the beginning is very um, very calm, but then it turns up or whatever at the end. And that's kind of how she was. She was mad, like relaxed and shit. But then when it was time to turn up, like she was the most lit person in the party. Um, and then uh, EXO. Like that's my that song is playing at my wedding. Like there's no doubt about it. That song is Yo, at my wedding. My cousin sure. who just got married in Jamaica, she came out to that song like for um there was no was it? No, when she walked down the aisle. Mm. And I was like, damn, like that song yes. never made me I was a punk bitch, I cried, to be honest. The, wed- <laughs> the wedding I was at, um, in July 4th weekend was they the the woman came out to Beyonce I believe I forgot what song it was that Beyonce I was like salute 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 I'm but, coming um, out to Bootylicious shout out to y'all witnessing yeah. married people right wait what I saw my first engagement too shout out to y'all witnessing marriages and shit um I'm trying to witness an engagement I guess no I'm not it was dope it was fire it was fire but um. So why why does like why did y'all pick those songs like fit? Well, you said why you picked Gone, but um, does it make does it put you in your feelings? Is it just like a good song to you? Oh yeah, because uh, for me every time I, for some reason every time I listen to Gone, it's always in the car, and like so I kind of just like now put car on cruise control and just stare out my window. Okay, that's kind of sad, but okay. Yeah, that's kind of the mood I get into. And like especially when it's gone, like when it gets to the chorus part, man. <sighs> Cause it's like, yo, Shorty just left you. Shorty left me. Damn. And there's nothing I could do to get her back. Damn. Nothing. Sure. Do you understand that? Do you understand what it means? Like you have a Shorty and she's gone, my nigga. Like that's gone. it. Not 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 she left. She's gone. Gone. It's over. It's done for. I've been there. It's happened. A number of times. Um, you miss someone? Um, I can pick any song that I threw in here. Okay. I mean, whatever. Well, I threw, I threw, I wish just because I don't know why. I just thought like that was like such a sad song. What song? What? I wish, of course, that was like the first song. That is the first song in the playlist. I threw that on there because I was like a sad song. But then I realized I started, um, I didn't just like think of songs that made me sad. Like, I don't know. Like, Use Me. Yeah, like, Use Me, Miguel. I hear that song. I'm instantly like, yo, it's time to see some kids. Like, what's up? But, um, yeah, I don't know. Tony, I think it's more so like the video. You ever seen the video? It's black and white, Kid Cudi, chilling by the brownstones. No. Mm -hmm. What? I'll check it. Yo, like, that's one of my favorite Solange songs next to Losing You. So. I hear that song and I'm like, girl, I feel you. I could have been in love right now if it wasn't for this oh man. God. You know, like that. Sometimes I be thinking that. Rio always goes on with these personal tangents. But no, that's what no the names. that's what the song is about. Tony is oh, actually okay. the other night. The chorus is, I could have been in love right now if it wasn't for Tony. Like, oh you know, but Tony not really Tony. Tony is an acronym. It always feels um, 
person. That's because I'm just passionate when I talk. You peep that? I'm just passionate. Sure you feel me? Gone, my nigga. Gone. Um, you could fathom that. Shorty left. You really talking about? You really go back to this song? Um, what song can make you or has made you cry in the past? Man in the Mirror. DMX, I miss you. Man, okay. that's funny to work next to each other, but Man in the Mirror, who? That's mine. What? Something with the man in the mirror. Oh yeah. Uh, asking you to change his ways. That is my shit. I thought we was going to. That song thought... makes you cry. Are you it's kidding? It's more like empowering. I mean, a lot to of me. people cry. Not like. Oh, I can believe that, but it's more so like empowering to me. Like, no. You know what I mean? When um. Alright, so I remember it was literally a month before my sweet 16 and I was in the store with my mom I'm on my phone I was like oh my god Michael Jackson died she's like I don't believe you because I think like a few weeks ago before that my friend had told me that like Muhammad Ali died <laughs> so like she didn't believe me she was like I don't believe you because last time you and your friend went over there and killed Muhammad Ali so like no <laughs> so we get back in the car and killed Ali. right we get back in the car and um they're playing that Michael Jackson and they're like oh we just lost Michael da 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 whatever cool not cool but yeah so they're playing all his music and for um my speed 16 my mom really wanted me to come down like come out to um, Prairie Wings because the whole thing was like it was a white party and the color scheme was like perp like lavender with um butterflies or whatever and she loves Maxwell but I was like nah so I was gonna come out to Man in the Mirror and I was like I might cry, so I'm not fucking with that. So I came out to um, Drake and Trey Song successful instead. <laughs> and my mom cursed me out. My mom cursed me out. She was like, are you serious? And I was like, I figured I just want to be successful now that, you know, I'm at this age. Wow. But yeah, like, Man in the Mirror, that ass puts me in my feelings. Like, Is it, Does it put you in feelings because of the song or because Michael, you have ties to Michael? I just feel like it's... I don't even know how to. Yeah, I do advertise with Michael. I feel like you know we could have totally been friends, but um, totally. you know, totally. I would have definitely vouched for him. And be like, he's not touching men. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, oh yeah, back up you Ain't touched them boys. And you see how they came out later on and said, yeah, we, we lied. We just you wanted see a check. How whiteness fans blame. Anyway, um, so what song reminds you of a bad experience on? The playlist, or even any song out there in the streets. <laughs> so many streets. Um, so many streets. Not yeah. a personal bad experience, but D Rugs, <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> Don't I, not a that's not what. What are you talking about? Like, I'm most definitely sure <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, nah. What? No. I just like I like storytelling, and you know. Damn, I don't live in no single family home, and you know, my mom's still with my daddy, and you know. You're up to fire, huh? Yo, it really was. So, yeah. What about y'all? Uh, if I had to pick one, I think uh, it would be uh, Shot for Me, Drake. What does it remind you of? Uh, well, that was. The Take Care album came out when I was talking to a young lady, and hmm. yeah. Wait, oh, shot for me. <laughs> I yeah. I remember I remember that day. It was freshman year, sitting on the room, press play, just downloaded it from Rap Godfathers. 
ignore that that's my site and um this one came out rap godfather rgf.is backslash download save that if the feds come looking edit this out but thank you um so i'm listening to it and then all of a sudden i hear the song and i'm like damn drake and i reached for my shot glasses and best believe you sitting there taking shots angry as fuck taking shots and writing angry sad damn, ass facebook um, posts i know damn, shout out to that nigga that i talked to freshman year who was damn, a bitch son. that's crazy son now when you if you're dealing with someone and you're listening to music at that time, and you stop dealing with each other. Like just you can't listen you. to that music just for a good you. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that shit. You just cannot. You will remember. Like I was listening, even if it hasn't, even if that person didn't even fuck with that shit or they didn't even heard it. But just the fact you was listening to that music at that, I couldn't listen to EXO for mad long because that was me and my ex's song. Like that was our OD song. But after we broke up, I didn't even listen to. I listened to stuff type like that, and I damn sure don't listen to EXO at all, at all. But that song is very fucking fire. Yo, that's how I felt about how um. Went. Your love is perfect, Okay, got it. Even got in it. The yeah, okay. But um, now that I think about it, what's that other song? Boy meets girl, girl perfect. Perfect. That song fucked me up. That song can listen to it. You were dealing with a nigga. Isn't that a Wale song? No, it wasn't. It was Jay Z and Beyonce. I don't care if we on the run. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, he swore he was hove. Break up. I, uh, yeah. I think mine is um, what is it called? Fix you by Coldplay. But like, the crazy thing is, it doesn't, it doesn't remind me of a situation, but it makes me feel like I went through something. You know what I'm saying? Like, the 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 pain in this nigga Chris Martin's like voice and shit. I think it's about who was he dating? Gwyneth Paltrow. He's married to her, right? Okay, I have no but, idea. So, well, whoever he married to, I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow. I think her mother passed, and he made the song for her or something like that. Or to Gwyneth Paltrow about, the, about her mother or whatever. Um, and my mother, thank God, she's still alive and shit like that. But, um, like, that song made me feel like I was going through it with him or with her or whatever. Because that song was just that fucking fire. Book of Soul, too. Like, that song is the saddest song. Literally on Earth. It's the and it's so song. lyrical, too. I have still yet to listen to it. What? Yeah, don't. Yeah, purposely. Don't. Purposely. You're Come gonna on. be sad. You're gonna That's why. Sad. It's a great song. For, for Martha made me cry for a while. Like, like after my friend had passed, like, I was, I was actually listening to the album that this song was on. And the song is actually about his um, mother that passed. Um, but I was listening to the song at the time my friend passed. And I listened to the song I was like... I was driving to work to Staten Island. I cried like maybe three, four days in a row when that song came on. Bree is trying to avoid the feels conversation because she don't want to get too. What are you talking about? Yo, stop it. You know, one time I talked to this guy and he told me that I was, I had no feelings and I was unemotional and I was very offended. I could believe that you're like that with men. I could believe. Okay, Sly, do you think I'm that way? Unemotional? When, no, it comes, me, when it comes to when I'm talking I to dudes. When you're talking to a guy that you don't really like. Really no, I liked him. About, I liked like him. He wrote a song about shit. me and everything. Like, I liked him. But, like, he, he. Nah, I think he just wanted too much. So I wasn't with it. And he said I had no emotions. And I was slightly. I was very offended, actually. Because, mm-hmm. like, niggas got feelings and shit. Like, 
Niggas do have feelings and shit. Fact though. Um, Alright, so speaking of feelings, what do you do? Like, are, are, do you guys have any, like, things that you do to let out your feelings? Like, if you're, like, feeling bottled up or you're feeling, like, overwhelmed with feelings or whatever, like, how do you express them? I smoke and I write. <laughs> well, okay. either or. Or I do hood rat things with my friends. Yeah. I honestly don't know what I do. So you just keep them I, all inside? You I keep pushing. So. You keep pushing. Yeah, I don't think I really... I don't think I dwell on things too much, so I don't... I don't think I've. I don't know if I've really ever dealt with anything. You think hmm. it's a matter of lock? Like you said, you keep on pushing, or you like you, you just deal with it. Do you think it's? Do you think that's something to, to not let? Do you think it's like okay, to kind of just like push through, um, quote unquote, rather than letting it out and expressing it? No, I, I don't. I don't think it's okay because I know there's been a couple of times where it's like. For me, like I won't, like I won't deal with it or acknowledge it at that point in time. But then later on, like it'll be some, like doing something random or during a random time where like it'll all come back and like hit me at once. Mm-hmm. You, that's when you have, like, no matter what, it's gonna catch up to you. You're gonna have to deal with that, that mm-hmm. you know, no matter what the feels are. You know, whether it's like a, a breakup or you know whatever the case may be, you're gonna have to deal with that at some point. So, nah, I definitely hitting the feels. Ignoring like- it. Yeah, ignoring it is not gonna make it. Ignoring it doesn't cause it to go away. Like the shit's gonna stay there, and it's just gonna wait until you have you're ready to deal with it, and then be like, "All right, cool." True. Mm-hmm. I'll be in my feelings, real. I'll start reminiscing, you Next time around, girl, I wanted to be different. I so feel- you said you smoke, right? Wow. So does that does that like do you feel like that expresses your feelings? Like, like does it cool you out? Does it ease you? But it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't like really get it out writing might get it out you know well i be trying to avoid writing sometimes to be honest like if i'm trying to avoid my feelings like i will dead try to avoid writing someone asked me what i was doing the other day and i was like i'm procrastinating on writing like i, uh, I didn't want to do it i wasn't trying to like tap into all that i don't like being vulnerable though so that's my oh you oh, know shut up i don't stay home that's what i do boom mm-hmm. i don't stay home so whenever i'm going through something i'm always like I make sure I'm around other people, so therefore I'm forced to, you know, act normal and have that have those everyday conversations and carry on like, like everything's okay. So that mm-hmm. way, that's my coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. I also just to everyone. Around, no, I to, I'm the same way. But I have to be around people, right? Um, right. To kind of just like not think about. But I think that's all. I think that's all part of us like running away from shit. Like we kind of like it's just a method to avoid it. You know what I'm saying? Like. We just run and run and run until it just varies far enough that we don't deal with it no more. Mm-hmm. Or we don't want to deal with it. Or we don't, it's not in the forefront, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. But I'm not no psychologist or whatever. Psychologist. Psychologist. <laughs> psychologist. Uh, um, I mean, I guess we're touching that. Um, psychologist. What, um, what artist do you think is best at bringing, not necessarily your feelings out, but bringing feelings out of people? Let's not say Drake. I was about to say, no. I don't. I honestly don't understand why people be like, "I'm drinking and 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 anything." Like, I'm drinking. Like, you listen to Drake, you gonna hop into your feelings. I'm and stuff. Drive. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's not the case. Uh, but well, I, I kind of can see it because like his old stuff. Up, up until yeah, up until if we're gonna be real, up until 
uh, what if you're reading this is too late, which technically wasn't even his album. Uh, <laughs> he was like almost every record that he was putting out had some, not well his singles no, but like on the album, all his album cuts were really like deep emotional about some girl that left him or you know that doesn't want to fuck him no more or that while he was on tour moved on with her life and now he's feeling bad about it if you think about it that's almost every Drake album yes being sad over a girl yes so yes yeah I think he's petty but whatever that nigga fucking changed back that ass up to a sad record yo he definitely did. And because of that, I could never take away from his talent. That's <sighs> talent beyond Turned it into a love ballad. Yo, back that ass up to a love ballad. Like, that you ass. can't top that. That so. ass. So I can see why you're drinking, how that terminology comes into play. But the best artist, I think, I don't know. Who, like, Make- puts me in my feelings? Best artist that brings feelings out of you. Maybe For me, it them. might it might be Wale. Oh, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, I you know I need to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cause uh, it started from for me was when I heard breakup song, uh, mm-hmm. back in what was that two thousand nine maybe or two thousand ten, like when I first heard breakup song, and then you have that you have songs like uh, was it matrimony I think. Mm. With the one with Usher, <laughs> so I'm, yeah, like, and like he's real, like his uh his flow, his cadences, and even like his metaphors are real, like, like he'll speak from a like a real aspect, but then still you know keep it hip hopping somewhat commercial. But in regards to actually speaking to an emotion, I would for me it would be Wale, because it's it doesn't it's not overly like oh I'm the soft guy and. Like, I want you to love me. Please love me. Like, it's not that. But it's also not saying, like, yo, you know, understand that, you know, although niggas not emotional and all that shit, we still, like Bria said, niggas still got feelings and shit. Um, I do think Wale is, like, an authentic... It's hard to post if they're real. He's an authentic rapper in that sense, like, where he can display his emotions and they do seem very genuine. Let me say genuine. I don't know what I'm calling it that. He seems genuine with his feelings and his rap tendency, and he can make himself vulnerable with his music. Um, he often does. He does it really well too. Right. So, cause I'm trying to think of all the other artists that we like that are out right now, or that's even been out, and I can't really think of any that I've like connected with on that. Mm-hmm. You know, on in that sense, it really mm-hmm. would just be Wale. Mine would have to be Joe Budden because um. Like when Mood Music 2 came out, I think, he has the song um, All of Me. It's like, a, like, I don't know, seven minutes or eight minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about all this different shit that, um, like that gets to him or whatever. Because he was one of the first rappers that was really talking about depression and shit yeah. like that. Even back on like 10 minutes, um, he was talking about like going, like, you know, smoking and having like throat cancer or some weird shit like that. Um, but that, that whole mixtape, like, put me in my feelings crazy. Like, I thought I was depressed. Like, listen to that shit. It really, like, right. like really, really put me OD in my feelings. Even, like, nowadays, I can listen to him. I listen to him with, like, with, like, a uh, like a precautionary sign, like, caution. <laughs> Take this slow when you listen to this <laughs> nigga, because you might really get in your feelings. I, and I don't know, I don't know why, because Joe Budden is, like, a weird nigga to me. 
or whatever. But I, when it comes to music, the nigga nice. The nigga's nice. Yeah. And See, when it comes to showing his feelings and shit, he's also really good at that too. Right. The only reason I didn't. Joe Budden was on my list, but the only reason I didn't pick Joe Budden or any of those other artists is because, uh, oh, I picked Wale over everyone else is only because Wale could get me to tap into, like, even the, you know, good, positive, happy emotions, like, like mm-hmm. I said, for matrimony and things like that. So, mm-hmm. it's not, so with Wale, it's not just like, yo, you're dealing with shit or you're depressed and then, like, that's it. Like, Joe Budden, mm-hmm. if I'm listening to Joe Budden mixtapes or albums like All Love Lost and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much out of it. Like that's it. Um, I don't know to be honest. I feel like music puts me in my feelings regardless. I might want to turn up, I might want to cry. I'm not gonna cry. Hopefully I don't cry. But um yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's difficult. But I would say if someone would, if you were to ask me like who evokes the most emotion or feelings out of me, bias, but I would definitely have to say Beyonce. Like, yeah. Not even like she just like she'll she'll have you feeling empowered or like having you relate to certain. St- Are you kidding me? Yes, broken-hearted girl, scared or lonely. I agree. Like she 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 show. makes like it just seems so relatable. And it's like. You know damn well Beyonce ain't going off do all this. Like we don't got the same problems or nothing like that. But like Hola. I'm like, yeah. That song and don't hurt yourself, don't hurt yourself. I should have credit I should have credit for that song. Really my favorite record off that album. That's really me. Hold up. I do love like Yo, keep it real, and I meant to say this earlier. Freedom? Really shakes me to my core often like when I hear it. Minus the Kendrick verse, which was really good. But I don't really need the one that's no, not needed. Not gonna lie. I, I didn't, I I didn't need him at all. I was watching uh, a video of her performing it that's on my IG page the other day and I was just like, yo, like she's really everything and a half. Yeah, that song really especially nowadays, Joe Budden got the freestyle over Frida and I yo, hot not a hot take, but maybe last week, beginning of the week, I was like, Joe Budden would kill the freedom beat because of just blaze beat and that that's that like tempo is like where he lives on freestyle and shit mm-hmm. lo and behold a few days later the nigga drops the freedom freestyle um Have and mercy. i kind of wait I, I tried to wait because it was just too much happening last week and i, I couldn't take it <laughs> i really couldn't hear it or whatever and then i heard it but i regretted hearing it because he plays the the clip of um I believe Philando Castile oh, is on. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I have to check this out. Yeah, so I couldn't. I listened to it like once. It's on my iPod. I gotta wait until I listen to it again because I really couldn't. Um, it just be too much. You think you're ready to like, like go something. through life again, and you yeah. just don't be ready because I think there's just so much happening to us at once in such a short amount of time, and we was all just feeling how we was feeling or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, my son Joey B. Joey Buttons. Um, but yeah, Freedom is a, is a really, really powerful song. I think I've, I definitely have wanted to cry listening to that song sometimes. Yo, I be at the gym uh, sometimes, that song that comes part. on, and I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, I be ready to get off, then I hear that song, and I'm like, freaking Beyonce. Crystal said some shit like that, so she, she's like listening to it for like two hours while she's on the treadmill. Yo, like, like honestly, you have to, because if you get off, it's like, you're letting Beyonce down. Like, who wants to let Beyonce down? Like, get out of here. J. Cole. 
I feel like he wouldn't wow, want to learn. Mm-hmm. I feel like he wouldn't. Like only rapper in 25 years. Can I ask a, can I ask a question no that that doesn't have to deal with any of this? Why do why do people like Rihanna? Wow. As like as a music artist, why? why I was thinking she has like she has music that will evoke some emotion out of you as well. Like she 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 definitely does. Um, in terms why? of singing wise, I'm not entirely sure yeah, because I feel I'm like this album might have been her strongest in terms of like vocals and whatnot. And I also feel like that's because it's been what ten years, eleven years. So she's learned to like manipulate her voice. Like she knows what works for her and whatnot. But I also think she took like some vocal training or whatever. Besides that, she's unapologetic like she she's the rebel so okay. a lot of girls so they see that like and they're like a, oh my god on a like persona level yeah like, i think probably. honestly okay. i think her that her, that whole facade is like what helps her sell records and whatnot besides the fact right. that like she's super pretty so my, my lady broke it down to me the other day she was just like how anyone could have been rihanna and that that's what Rihanna I'm but she was the underdog because remember we had this conversation like she came out when Tierra Marie Ashanti all of these girls was out like and not now not looking at it now yeah, but at that time hits. yeah at that time Brooke Valentine and all of these girls they was popping up and it's like they could have been the next one and yeah. they were benching on Tierra Marie being the next Rihanna but it turned out the opposite way like they wasn't really trying to shed no light Rihanna's way but now look like she's the one who's it's also because she drops music consistently. And she also has a good ear for what's popular. Like, she can make a song and be like, that's okay. going to be a hit or whatever. And then she has, like you said, she has the image to back it up. But um, she, she, if she didn't make music in between, what was that, Loud? Louder or something like that? Yeah, whatever her oh. last one was, yeah. Um, like, if she had stopped around that time, or like after Good Girl Going Bad, around that time, she had stopped making music for like two, three years, we mm-hmm. would have forgot about her. But she like drops shit so consistently, and she comes back with a with a heavy single every single time. And I think okay. it's also the whole fashion thing, cause like fashion is also yeah. what keeps her, keeps her on everyone's radar. Cause it's like, yo, did y'all see Rihanna? Rihanna had her nipples out. Rihanna, yeah, yeah, da da. Like, thanks. And the fact that I would not pull out if she. I'm pretty chance. sure that does not have. Cause I definitely feel like okay. she's like the R and B little Kim. Mm, I'll take. Hot take alert! Hot take alert! Yeah, I feel like she, I feel like she's a singing version of Lil Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for this generation, like mm-hmm. the did 90s, you like the last album? 90s, uh, Rihanna's? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was the best album. Yeah, it's 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 not something I would personally like play constantly in my car, but I mean, it was I definitely liked it, especially over I don't remember what her last album was, the name of it. Yeah. But I feel like the although I was a fan of the last album, but I like this one more. Uh, was it unapologetic, Bria? Yes. Um, I'm not too sure. Look, honestly, I had never wanted two, to go to a Rihanna concert. Like, if you would ask me like last year, like Bria, we out, and I would have been like, mm, I'm good. But like when I saw her, she she's a really great performer, to be honest. I'm not just saying that because you know, like. I seen all of her outfit right above my head, but besides that, like she she was a really great performer, and then you don't realize just how many hits she had. Like when we was on our way there, um, we was listening to her music, and we was just like picking songs off of like each yeah. album, and it's just like yeah. yo, like she's legit had amazing singles off each song off each album, or songs that could have been singles, right. and 
like she's still there and the way that she broke her whole like setup when she has a little dance disco type thing and it's like yo she probably kills in these like gay nightclubs like are you kidding me yeah. these ed no because yeah, they can't sure. look that vogan sequence that was just awesome so like i think it's all a marketing thing to be honest and the fact that she comes off as like this unapologetic sassy island girl it just like uh, works for her like yeah little hit ting bomba class i'm not pulling out um all right so last question how are you guys coping and dealing with what's going on to the african-american community right now i'm blocking people to be honest mm -hmm. that's that's my honest answer um <laughs> someone asked me some okay so when this happened i think i was in miami going to jamaica or i don't know but um someone said something on the timeline it was just on some like yo if y'all gonna talk about this all day like i don't want to see this on my timeline and this was a black man and i was just like all right then like you might as well just unfollow me too and i unfollowed him also unfollowed him on ig because i don't need that type of negativity in my life so like he hit me up and he was just like i'm just wondering did you did i do something to to offend you or whatever but it's just like i don't have the patience to argue with people really so i just be like when I see someone being insensitive towards the whole all like all lives matter, black lives matter debate, or even the um the Orlando situation, I don't I just don't wanna deal with that. So I just block them and that was that. Like, yeah, like whatever, I'm not gonna look, I'm good. Block might mute you if I like really am cool with you. Nah, I'm mine, I will block you too. But um it just doesn't sit well with me the fact that i don't know if it's more so the commentary that we're seeing from not just celebrities but like regular regular smuggler people but um it's weird because it's 2016 and this is still news like this is still happening and nothing is really getting done and it could literally, it could literally be anyone. Like I remember um, my last semester at Penn State, and there was this whole situation on campus because um, they were doing like the die-ins and whatnot, and people were on yik yaks and Twitter saying like just racist stuff yeah. or whatever, and it was getting real crazy. And like I couldn't go to the die-ins. I already said I couldn't go because I, I know myself. Um, but then I remember that's when the Eric Garner verdict like came out or whatever and i remember i like mm -hmm. called my mom to check on her or whatever but i wind up on the phone just crying because i was like yo it's it's so different because you could if would have just been like philando and like people within that age range you're like oh man that could have been like you know but it's seriously like tamir rice that could have been my little brother um mm -hmm. eric garner that could have been my dad sandra bland that could have been me my mother my sister like there's really nothing you can't you can't do anything at this point and it's just it's weird because it could literally happen to anyone and off of nothing to be honest so it just don't sit well with me yeah um, I, for me it's it's uh it's weird because it's uh like throughout the whole throughout the whole part of it like for me it's there's a big state of confusion because it's kind of like for me, I know I'm I'm kind of stuck in the middle, right? Because I have family members that are cops, right? So, 
So me, I can never go on like a fuck the police type rampage because like I have family members that are cops. So it's like I like I understand, but at the same time, it's like I'm upset because I'm now thinking from the aspect of if there are good cops, why are none of y'all saying anything or putting a stop to this? Mm-hmm. Like, why is no one? But like they have. Uh, there's some of them that I've, I've had conversations with, and shout-outs to, uh, shout-outs to, this was, gu- this was gonna be my for the record, so, uh, we could just dive right in. Alright, smooth. So, I just wanted to say shout-out to everyone that, you know, is sparking those kinds of conversations, so, like, for, for you when y'all were doing, uh, Young, Young Black in Brooklyn, uh, I think it was, like, the meeting last week, right? It was yeah, last yeah. week? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And, I know I wasn't able to get in by one to like uh, mm-hmm. be part of the Google conference or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Uh, so, I, so that way I can at least like be a part of it somehow. And everyone that's for, that's you know now making it front front and center that we we do have a problem and we do need to have a conversation on what's going on and we need to figure out uh, what's the next step because I'm not anyone that's ever going to condone you know you killing anyone else. To be the answer, because there's some people who feel like, all right, if they're gonna, it's us against them. So if we if we don't want to get killed, we gotta kill them before it happens. I'm not an advocate for that, so I'm like, all right, what exactly is something that we can do? Like, and now this is a time where it's either we need to have the conversation, so we can figure out what's next. Cause I feel like we reached we're two degrees under the boiling point right now, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's only going to be but so much more before something drastic is going to happen on each other's side. Like, which doesn't matter the side, something drastic is going to happen. And right now, I feel like it's a good time that we do, like, take action in regards to having those conversations and figure out what exactly is the plan of action, you know, to resolve that before it gets to that point. So, for me, it's, like, a lot of what's going on is, is saddening and disheartening because... Like, to Bria's point, you don't... It's not like you could say, oh, like, this is the demographic. Like, it's really, like, it's really just, like, almost an entire race that is that has a target on their back. So, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a scary thing to deal with. But it's, it's the reality that we're dealt. And I, I just want to be part of... I, at this point... I just want to figure out what exactly is a possible solution so that way I could be part of the solution and not part of the problem. So that's, that's, uh, yeah. So sure. for the record, shout out to everybody that's, just make sure you have an, a, at least have a dialogue about it. Like have a dialogue about everything. That's, that's actually a I'm not going to lie. These dialogues don't really work with me because sometimes you see, I just, oh, there's certain stuff that throws me off. Like, I told my sister, there's one person in my life, loved to death, a family member. And I was like, honestly, I don't think, like, if we were, like, peers, friends or something like that, I really feel like there's someone that would have been blocked just because they have a problematic way of thinking. And because it was in regards to the ASAP Rocky situation and... They were just like, I mean, I kind of agree, because, like, if you're selling drugs or, like, um, you're selling your body or something like that, what gives you the right to go over there and say Black Lives Matter? Because, you know, you're contributing to 
all of the problems in your community and i was like what yeah. like what do, you, what do you that's just as problematic as that tommy chick from the blaze saying well at the end of the day jay-z was just a drug dealer like yeah where do you get off telling someone that they can't try to be an advocate for something positive so that yeah whatevs mm. that's how i feel I, I wonder if i always wonder if the narrative was changed with that matter although I, i'm pretty sure it wouldn't but uh if it was changed let's say we didn't change we didn't have black lives and just change it to our lives or whatever would that would that have affected anything because yeah, I was um, I was thinking about um, if it if it wasn't Black Lives Matter, like if it was a, a totally different name, like how would they have spun it? But I don't feel like that. Would, only reason I don't think it would work is because once you say our lives, now everyone becomes included, even the people who aren't in danger. Yeah, who but that's what they try to, to do. I feel like that's also though. what the problem right. is that people saying. feel that's left where out. It would it would go and but people need to feel left out because the shit don't got nothing to do with them like everyone that, wants they everyone wants black people no. to take their charge and do well what about us what about us? like if y'all want to get down and get down but we're talking about us right now if you like everyone wants black people to like to to do the work for them and then they're going to reap the benefits that's what that's what's always happened to us civil rights wasn't called black rights because they wanted everyone to be included in that shit yes we were the face but then why wasn't it called black rights the black rights movement you know what i'm saying like everyone wants us to be the the fucking forerunner and the the, the crash test dummy and the goddamn um battering ram and all this type of shit for these type of things but no one wants to like get down dirty with us right. for the most part right um, um but to my uh oh you got something to say no nah, 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 go ahead um because you're talking about dialogue well y'all both talking about dialogue so in my training this week, we were talking about, um, like, diet. We were talking about the conversation of privilege, right? So, um, and I, I was, you know, I'm in groups with, with white people, and a lot of them were saying, in a very, like, non threatening, non problematic way, like, they had no idea about privilege, you know, when it was presented. So, we read, we read this thing, this article um, that defines racism as, um, as anyone that benefits from privilege in a system that um, that basically gives privilege to a, a certain race, that certain race being, or a certain demographic, that certain demographic being um, white, right? So anyone that benefits from the privilege could be a white person that moves into an apartment that black people were moved out of, you know? You're not racist by, like, you're not the traditional, oh, I hate black people racist, but you're benefiting from your white privilege, right? You're benefiting from... A racist act so therefore you are racist right not saying that might be the the, the far left or far right I was um, that's kind of a reach it, it's it's not a reach when you think about because people everyone says i'm not racist i'm not racist i have i don't have a racist bone in my body but you are also still benefiting off the off the backs of people that are not privileged or that the people that are are disenfranchised right and and part of you has to know that you're benefiting from it people that are gentrifiers okay. Have, they can't be like, oh, this was just uninhabited before I got here. They have to know what's been going on before they got here. They have to know that people were kicked out of their apartments. They have to know that rent was doubled um, so people would move. And they have to consciously make that decision, maybe even subconsciously make the decision, to still move into this area. Right? right. So 
or a, a job, a job interview or something like that, where a person gets a job over a black person that was more qualified because that person's white. They might not have a racist bone in their body, but they still benefited from a racist system, you know, and they, and then, um, they basically have this analogy that there's a, you know, in the airport, they have those walkways where you, it's like an escalator, but it's like vertical or whatever, or yeah, horizontal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying racism is one of those walkways, right? There's people standing on it. There's people actively walking forward. Those are people that are like wild, bigoted racists, right? Then there's people that are just standing on it, right? They're benefiting from this walkway because they're not moving actively, but they're also benefiting from not having to walk. They're still, they're still being moved along in society without any help, right? So then there there needs to be more people walking against this grain. That'll that that's what really is going to affect the change, right? Because we do need a lot of white people to speak up and say, "Hey, this is kind of fucked up." But people won't white people won't do that because they benefit from the privilege. They benefit from um, the world being set up this way. They can say that, they can say, oh, I, have, I have white privilege. I have gotten this job because I'm white. I live in this area because I'm white. My family has this money because they're white, right? But to try to shake that system, they, and they can feel bad about it. They can feel terrible about it. But to shake that system means to completely change your entire lifestyle around and to theoretically have a level playing field for everyone. And if we have a level playing field, we're going to win because we've just been so downtrodden and we're just used to progressing in, in situations where you're not just supposed to progress. That's just our nature, right? And people that are privileged don't have to do that because there's no strife in their life. There's no, there's no need to do that. It's like if you go to... We've been in the gym our whole lives, right? Now someone... If you're white, you've never been in the gym. Now you're in the gym for the first time and we all brolic. We all swole. But it's your first day in the gym. So you're not going to be able to compete with us in that sense. So... Having the having to acknowledge and attack privilege will change their way of life. So of course, actively they don't want to do that. So they're going to continue on this walkway, not moving towards anything, but they're still benefiting from this walkway moving, right? But I still like to say this, right? So I was talking to people that that had no idea of privilege or like what well, race wasn't a thing in their life, and of course naturally I'm like, how the fuck don't you think race is a thing in your life, right? But you don't, we as, we are, we, us three here are privileged in some way, right? We all have a privilege. Me being a man, I have a privilege. You two being a man, I have a privilege. Speaking English in America is a privilege, right? Bria not being, Bria being a woman and not being homosexual or being trans is a privilege, you know what I'm saying? We all have a privilege that we don't really, um, we don't really acknowledge or like we don't really think about. Um, so like we're all able-bodied too, right? So being able-bodied is also privilege. We all have privilege over someone that we don't think too much about, right? So when, when a white person that's trying to learn about whatever it is we have trying to teach them, and when they say like, oh, well, I don't, I never really thought about it like that, or I never really saw a race like that, don't get mad. Like, just understand that that's just not a part of their reality. It just never was part of the reality. They told me that they were taught as kids to be colorblind, like in schools and shit like that, to be colorblind and all that type of shit. Um, because, like, color doesn't matter and race doesn't matter, but you're literally stripping part of someone's identity away when you do that, right? Whether you're white, Asian, black, Spanish, whatever, whatever. But that's how they're taught. So now we under now you can understand where this all lives matter shit comes from. Like, you can understand why they don't understand why we insert race into everything, you know? So it's just about understanding people more um, so we can move towards uh, a, a common, uh, a proper 
solution. But as long as they're mad at us and we're mad at them and we're just yelling at each other because how how could you not see that this man got killed by this cop and how could you not acknowledge um, you know black on black crime whatever in your, in your areas whatever as long as we're like yelling at each other we're not going to be able to like understand but if we like really have conversations with with other people that are not just us we're not really ever going to go anywhere like we really do need I'm not a all, I'm not all lives matter at all, but we do need to come together and speak about this shit. And white people need to understand right. because we're not, we're really not going to move forward unless white people are on board with us and understand what it is and can speak to it as well. That's it. Bloop. You dropping your mic on that one? I'm dropping the mic, and I'm here to talk about it too. If anyone want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I am a raceologist. That's a raceologist? Are you <laughs> Are you serious? And I drink I and I know things. No, I'm very but curious. What else? Like, what's this job? Assologist. I'm an assologist, too, on right. the weekend. You see? You see how I change it up real quick? It's all about versatility. No, we do need to have these conversations. Young Black and Brooklyn's doing a block party. We're actually what's up? having a meeting, a meeting tomorrow. I'm going to have to miss it because I have... Um, I'm about to say my job. I have stuff to do tomorrow. Can you tell us about the block party? Or, like, no? When I get detailed, I definitely will stop, uh, share it. What's the date? Uh, we don't, I don't, we don't have anything yet. I'll tell you when I get it. I want a DJ. Okay, okay I'll let them know. Thanks. Um, any church announcements? Anything to say? Anything, uh, last minutes? Um, Nah, nothing I can invite y'all to. <laughs> um, hit us up on the Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at for the record PC. Make sure you email us for the record PC at gmail.com with any of your comments, thoughts, concerns, anything of the nature. Uh, find us on iTunes for the record uh, with Bria, Sly, and Jelani, and like. You know, subscribe, comment, rate, do all that. Hey, other good ain't nobody stuff. fucking commented. Y'all sitting there tweeting us this shit. Yo, please go comment on the iTunes. Y'all tweet us every week. I fuck with y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us. Please go comment on the iTunes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Comment on the iTunes and on the SoundCloud if you can. Either which one. And on the SoundCloud if you can. You know what I mean? Appreciate uh, you. And I think that may be all. That is... It, motherfucker. That you said that with like just so much free passion. Free free GS9. Um, who else? Is everyone else out? Uh, Buju's not, but he's not coming. Keep him. You said keep, keep him. Who's the, who's the other nigga that chopped people up? Jelani. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even get a chance to do my thing, but it's okay. That's, That's who it was. My nigga. <laughs> I was totally gonna do my for the record, but it's okay. Oh oh oh! I thought. My phone. Nah, y'all just, y'all I just got into this it. whole um, we shall overcome type moment, so I didn't want to interfere. It's cool. Nah, it's cool. I'll save ahead. it for another time. Nah, talk. Nah, talk. I'm good. I said I'm talk. good. I said I'm good, god damn it. For the record, you already said bye. And all right? Peace out. I'll probably Later. take my rent anyway. Bye. Dutty Rock was a great album. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 Let it be known. Just for, just for the record.